that's embarrassing. This podcast contains vulgar language and sensitive subjects. Listener discretion is advised. Hello and welcome back to Healthcare Villains. Hey yo, everybody. What's up? <laughs> you have poison ivy over here. And Juggerdoc to the left, right. Uh, we're sitting at kind of a round table, so it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. So whatever. We hope everybody had a good holiday. Yes, yes. Hope Santa was nice or Kramp- Krampus was whatever. Krampus? Krampus. Isn't that the dude that like eats the naughty kids? Yeah, it's a German. Okay, yes. It, it's a German <laughs> uh, folklore. Fol- sure, myth. Um, that that it will come and it has like some kind of cane. I'm, I know I'm offending somebody because I'm not saying it correctly. I know it, but like beats them and puts them in a sack and kills them or kidnaps them or something. I think I don't know. I think it takes them away and then eats them. I don't know. In, I think it's in Iceland, there's a, a myth about like a giant cat. A cat? A cat. Is it batted around like a uh, Something like about some like you have to like read a book or you get mittens <laughs> or something. I'm not even joking. We'll look it up for next time. But yeah, it's an Icelandic cat. It's got the a name. pap the bad kids. Claws out or claws in. How bad were you, <laughs> motherfucker? <laughs> Anyway, anyway, well, um, speaking of bed pets, bed, pe- bed, bad, <laughs> uh huh, bad uh-huh. pets. Yes, our new rescue knocked over Tinkerbell <laughs> before I came over here. He, he got, does weigh more than Tinkerbell. He does. He knocked her over, and Batman was very, very displeased. <laughs> Don't displease the Dark Lord. No, and so banished the beast to his little, his little timeout corner. <laughs> And that dog was so upset that Batman was displeased with him. Oh. He, he felt really bad. He, like, had the sad face and, like, put his face in the corner. <laughs> Good. Maybe yeah. he'll learn. Yeah. And I was like, you don't knock over the tink. Well, quit being just a dick in general. I mean. Yeah. He's just a lovely, dumb idiot. He has no idea what he's doing. <laughs> the dog. <laughs> Good. Clarify. <laughs> so there's I'm, no confusion. I'm I was talking about the dog. we're talking about Batman because then all of a sudden he'd be like... Yeah, you'd hear all the bats <laughs> fluttering around to consume us. Um, anyway. anyway. <laughs> so, anyway, hope everyone had a great Christmas. No Krampus, no dogs knocking you over, and, and no and weird no cats. cats. Maybe the cats are good. I can't remember. It's been a hot minute since I Anyway, we should have done, done a Christmas episode like that. That's cool. That's cool stuff, all these weird Whoa, traditions. don't call other people's traditions weird. They call our traditions weird because they are weird. I mean, a big fat man going down people's chimneys all in one night, and he flies a sleigh with reindeer that fly. Um, that's, that's weird. That is weird, but it's just, I, I don't like Christmas trees. Like, you go down and chop down a live tree to put in your house for three weeks? I don't do that. That's kind of that's kind of messed up. Yeah, We're supposed to be planting trees, not cutting them down. I'm just saying. They say that they replant they probably do, but it still takes 14 years for a Christmas tree to grow, like a five, six-foot Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Anyway. That's a, that's a tall Christmas tree. Five, six feet? Five to six feet. That's how tall my Christmas – that's how tall – your Christmas tree is probably like seven foot tall. Mine's not a real tree, okay? It's plastic. Well, it's still that tall. What does that matter? <laughs> I'm just saying it's not a real tree. <laughs> okay, fine. See, I like the tree that's on the table in this office. It's like 18 inches tall. That's my low, kind of tree. Low maintenance. Mm-hmm. I am very low maintenance. I'm not. Well, okay then. So, everybody, uh, today we were going to talk about gullible nurses. <laughs> <clears throat> or just gullible people. Or gullible. Gull- just being gullible. Gullible. Being taken advantage of. Because mm-hmm. someone tells you a sob story and you fall for a hook, line, and sinker. And then come to find out that wasn't exactly the whole truth and nothing but the truth. It so really makes me angry when someone pulls one over me, and, mm-hmm. and I realize it after the fact that oh. I got, like, ooh, I got worked, and, I, and it offends me greatly. It takes right? a lot to offend me. That offends me. That offends me. I feel embarrassed. I'm like, you played me? You? Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho. I'm, I'm going home. I'm going to get my gun, and I'll be back. <laughs> Catch me outside. How about that? <laughs> right, I'm going to go to the car and get the straight razor, take off the earrings. Shit's going down. Yeah. Break some kneecaps. Because, yeah, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. But it happens. It happens to everybody. Yeah, I think it happens more so. Like, obviously, like, attempts are more made in, like, mental health and, like, you know, 
prisons and things like that where people are just you know tend to be more sketchy criminals yeah is what you're saying yeah i mean let's call a spade a spade like, right <laughs> but i think like people who work in those places can catch on to it a lot easier mm-hmm. you tend to see it more like uh, people getting played like outside of there because they have because they're gullible they have no they, idea they're like oh no but it's a sweet old lady you're like dude she's that's- mean that's freaking Breaking Bad Betty from down the block, yo. <laughs> she ain't no sweet old lady. She'll sell your ass to the human traffickers that come around her place. <laughs> Don't let her play you. Mm-mm. Yeah. So, you got a story for that? So, yeah. So, there was um, exactly that, actually. <laughs> it was like an old gal who... and <clears throat> So, got to put some backstory into this. In okay. the area that I was working at the time... Uh, methamphetamines, huge problem, right? And we had a new uh, physician's assistant working. And this was, again, in behavioral health lockdown. We had a new physician assistant working with us who came from California and worked in the ED in California mm-hmm. and in a very nice Orange County neighborhood in California. So they had some pill poppers, maybe some Coke heads, but none, no, none of this meth none bullshit. None of this trashy-ass mm-hmm. meth bullshit. So this... This old gal had this PA so far, and this PA that she had only worked there for not very long, less than a month. Mm-hmm. And so she was still getting her feet wet, hadn't worked in behavioral health before. And this, this gal had her so hook, line, and sinkered that she was a victim. And it was all the people around her that were causing all these problems. And now she's all in all this legal issues. And it was like her her son is causing all these problems and he's just he's so mean to her and he abuses her and all this stuff that this PA called one of her friends who was an attorney to help this woman out of her legal strife that she was in I wish people could see my face I know it's a good face and that was my face when she told me that I'm like no no you didn't my eyes are huge right now I'm like are you fucking serious no she totally did I'm like, wait, you. this is okay. I'm <clears throat> I'll keep listening. I'll interject. At so, the end. okay. All right. Um, <laughs> so yeah, this, uh, we'll just, we'll just call her breaking bad Betty. That's a great name. Oh, question. Um, what was breaking bad Betty there for initially? Cause this is a, this is a locked facility. Locked a, facility. Mm-hmm. Okay. What was she there for? Psychosis. Oddly enough, substance Such, induced. Substance induced psychosis. Uh-huh. So can you explain what that is for people who don't uh, know? Substance induced psychosis is when you smoke a little too much meth, take a little too much Coke or LSD or PCP or any other alcohol, oh, yeah. any other substance out there, and then you go a little nutty. Yeah, start seeing things, uh-huh. hearing things, going cuckoo I bananas. I assume many of our listeners have watched movies like Spun or... Um, train spotting I'm, no, or no wow I don't really? know yeah, I don't know what you're talking about hmm what's hmm. another what's another good drug well Breaking Bad right another good drug movie where they like there's people in the walls I know I know they're watching us right and then you get super paranoid and then yeah anyway anyway okay but nothing I'm, good I'm can happen what you're saying yeah nothing good happens and so anyway so let's get back Breaking Bad Betty breaking so yeah bad Breaking ba- Bad Betty okay was in the hospital for substance induced psychosis so she had the PA believing that it wasn't substance-induced psychosis, that it was mania bipolar. So by, it can look very similar, but there's this crazy thing called a urine tox screen <laughs> <laughs> that shows us all the drugs you take. All of them. All of them. All of them. We can order 5,000 drugs on this urine tox screen if we want to. Uh-huh. We usually stick with the, you know, the top 10. Uh-huh. But uh, so when I pointed that out, I'm like, look, look, uh, two nice... Too nice PA. Too nice Tina. Too nice Tina. Too nice Tina. Yeah. Um, she has meth <laughs> in her system. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I know, but uh, she said that her son was smoking it in the house. So she got a contact high. <laughs> I'm like, um, okay. We, I mean, it's possible. It's plausible. No, it's, it's not. It's plausible. Okay. It could, it could have happened. No, but okay. <laughs> First, no, but continue. <laughs> I will also say that Breaking Bad Betty looked just like what you would think a 50-year-old crackhead would look like. So covered in spider bites, right? Spider bites all over her face. Yeah, it's not from anything. Mm-mm. She just Mm-mm. has a spider problem. Uh-huh. Uh, part teeth, most of her teeth are gone or rotted out of her head. Skin and bones, greasy, gross. Ugh. You know, you looks, know the type. Looks like waxy sticky. Yeah, sticky. 
Ew. Ugh. Ew, just like tag. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So that's what she looked like. But again, she had too nice Tina wrapped up around the story that it was all her son. Her son doesn't take care of her, doesn't give her her medications to keep her bipolar at bay, doesn't feed her properly, all this stuff. And I'm just like, oh, girl. Again, Go back to fucking California. Right? <laughs> I'm, I'm just like, you know, it, it's possible. I'm not saying it's outside the realm of possibilities. I'm just saying check your facts and check your sources, bro. That's all I'm saying. Okay, so what happened? Um, <laughs> she got played, obviously. So what Did happened? Did she realize she get played? She got played. Please tell me she realized she got it, played. It, it took a little while. Like how long? Like a couple weeks. Oh my god! I'm not serious? even joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm serious. It's giving me heartburn. So yeah, it wasn't until her friend, the attorney, who did get involved, because again, too nice Tina was saying, "Oh my gosh, this poor woman. She has all this, you know." And the the attorney, who was her friend, was like, "Oh, I will totally help you out." I'll see what I can do. Totally pro bono, too, because I got some privilege of guilt and blah, blah, blah. Probably. Anyway. Oh, I'm sure, because it's not like... Yeah, anyway. Okay, let's not go down that road. Let's stay on That's track. Okay. <laughs> tracking, tracking, tracking. So, uh-huh. yeah, so the attorney did some digging around, and he called Too Nice Tina. He was like, girl, mm-mm. This, this woman has a rap sheet. Her son also has a rap sheet, which is fine, but um, he is not even in the state. So all this stuff that she was telling you that he was doing, no. She lives alone in her in her little trailer house. Just her. And, um, <laughs> yeah, girl, you got played. You got played hard, girl. And um, so oftentimes people who are on meth, right, they're all upped. So when you crash off of methamphetamines, you mm-hmm. sleep for days. days. And you feel like shit. And yep. you have no energy and no nothing. So she was able to talk to nice Tina into some Adderall also, which is like a stimulant. It's an upper, um, kind kind of along the same lines as meth. It's not meth, but it's similar. And of course, you know, because she had the upper, she couldn't sleep at night. So then she got some benzos, which are the heavy duty, heavy duty hitting, uh, psych drugs for, for knocking people out. I can't even make eye contact with you right now. You'd go and take a ride on the van, on the Adivan. Stop. (laughs) What is wrong with this fucking dumbass she's too nice she's too stupid is what she is she has no i'm sorry i'll just let you finish so again (laughs) oh my god again all right this person had no experience in mental health in fact if i want if i'm not mistaken i think she worked in pediatrics and again a very nice california coastal southern california town so she had no idea about (laughs) that about breaking bad that is like an actual thing. It happens. Um, yeah. Anywho. Oh my um, God. So yeah, finally. And then, so all that shook out and finally in two nights, Tina was like, Betty, <laughs> I thought, I thought, I thought we were friends. And Betty was just like, <laughs> I got what I want. You dumb, <laughs> you dumb, <laughs> you dumb was, bitch. You dumb uh-uh. white privileged bitch. I got what I wanted out of you. Actually, <laughs> she was just like, okay, I'm ready to discharge now. <laughs> Because she knew she wasn't going to be able to play him anymore and not get her benzos and not get her addies and just be like, hey, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm all sober now. Yeah. So that's like my worst oh my gullible God. story. kind of made me sweat a little bit. It made me that angry because I'm just like, what a freaking moron. Like, you're that naive. How? How? How could? How? <laughs> Just how? Did you not experience anything in life? Like, at all? Like, were, did well, you live in this fucking yeah. perfect bubble your entire life with no adversity? Whoa, 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 <laughs> oh whoa. My God. Calm down. It's just, it just blows me away. So you're looking at this person. You truly believe in this bullshit story. Mm-hmm, and then you're mm-hmm. like, let me give you some Adderall. Because what the fuck do you need Adderall while you're in a mental health hospital? What do you need it for? So you to- can pay attention in group. <laughs> Duh. Uh, no. Okay. First, no. Second, <laughs> and then, oh, well, to counteract, sounds like she worked for the VA. It's like, here's some pills, and then I'm going right? to give you something else to counteract that, and I'm just going to keep throwing pills down your face until you finally die, so I don't have to mm-hmm. deal with you anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Ooh, you got me fired up. Thanks. <clears throat> I was feeling a little sluggish. Yeah, you're welcome. That was, like I said, that, that was my best gullible story. Dude, that ignited a fire. <laughs> so I have I have a couple other ones. That cool. when... <clears throat> Again, when I was working at an inpatient behavioral health place, we had to get float staff all the time 
to help out doing one-to-ones, whatever. And usually we do one-to-ones on patients who are suicidal, right? So you can't give them towels and sheets and shoelaces and any ligature issues. You can't give them any of that stuff. Right. And we got these... (laughs) The worst ones were probably like the NICU nurses. All they do is take care of tiny babies. And they're just like our friend Miss Zen over there. Who's like the nicest person in the world. Oh, yeah. So seriously, she is so zen. Right. So zen and so nice. And all they do is take care of these tiny babies. Yeah. And they got to maintain a really calm mm-hmm. persona mm-hmm. taking care of these poor little. Right. First of all, I just want to say about NICU nurses, I am not making fun of them at all because I thank God for them because I could never. I did one shift in NICU and I about cried the entire shift. I was like, get me the fuck out of here. I can't do this. It's too sad. And all these NICU nurses are so badass. I cannot do it. I agree completely. I, I I'm can't. not. I'm not. So full disclosure, <laughs> neither of us are saying shit about NICU nurses. No, no, no. Because we cannot. They are way tougher. Yeah. They're not delicate, emotionally delicate like no. the rest of us. Yeah. But unfortunately, they're also very nice, and they're a little naive to... to shitty human... To, like, breaking bad adults. <laughs> right? To, to horrible human adults. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So they... And and many behavioral health patients do what we call um, staff splitting, right? Or if staff one, shopping. Uh-huh, staff shopping. If one staff member tells you no, you're going to go to the next one. And you know what you find? You find the weakest link. You do. Mm-hmm. They're like fucking sharks, man. And they will like pinpoint. They're like, mm-hmm, that one right there. No confidence. That's who I'm going after. You know, to just sidetrack yet again, when when I worked in prisons, they always went for me first because they really? thought that I looked like yeah. interesting. The new guys. So like the ones that have been there for a while, they're like, yo, yeah, no. D- no. <laughs> you don't, you don't, don't you mess don't, with poison ivy. Don't mess with her. Just move but on down. the new ones just i guess i look really nice. approachable yeah or look like that i could be taken for a ride hmm. i don't know and they would try that and i'd be like mm. oh yeah go ahead and tell me more and they would just sit there and keep going and nope. all the other in- inmates are like jesus fucking christ they're like it's poison ivy she's a bitch she's not gonna give you what you want <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like that's right i just wanted to see how long you were gonna just spin this yard right? you're like oh mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. tell me more tell me more tell me more I-, I get paid by the hour i don't give right. a fuck let's sit here all day talk about oh your goddamn day uh, when I get tired, I'll just leave. <laughs> right? You'll be like, sorry, that's against policy. Uh-huh. Entertain me. That's all <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> Dance monkey. Dance monkey. Yeah. Anyway. So, um, yeah. Anyway, we get these wonderful NICU nurses that are just so kind and so gentle. And they just want to do everything they can to make a patient feel better. So when the patient says, hey, can I get my hoodie out of the hall closet? It's locked up. They locked it up. They're like, Oh, a hoodie. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, there's a lot wrong with that. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> there's like strings in hoodies. There's metal pieces. And anyway, you just you just can't. You could actually use, I've seen, using the arms of the hoodie to. Mm. I mean, if, where there's a will, there's a way. Oh, Honestly, yeah. no, there's I've no way to weird keep everybody safe. Yeah. But, and then we have people who cut on themselves while mm-hmm. they're in there. So then they ask them for a pen. And at most, uh, in lockdown units, they use flex pens. Yep. that are like prison pens they're flexible they're not supposed to be made so you can cut yourself with them but again these people who float up to behavioral health they have no goddamn idea that we have these special stupid ass pens that they have to use so they give them their nice pen with a super sharp little little thing at the end <laughs> they're gonna stab themselves in the and they're like, uh-huh uh-huh oh shit's happening now yeah so that's uh, oh <clears> man <throat> yep yeah they're not i mean it's not like they're the only ones but but here's my thing too though like we actually talked about this before i don't care like a lot of people especially in school they're like oh my god mental health sounds so terrible i don't want to ever do this like that's fine you don't have to be a mental health nurse but you need to learn it because um breaking bad betty still gets admitted (laughs) to med surge uh a lot and they never die they're like cockroaches they are like cockroaches the meth preserves them like mummies Mm -hmm. So, mm-hmm. or like, well, shoot, even on L&D, you saw this one mom, her poor baby almost died and aspirated because she was so stoned in, post, in postpartum, the place that you go after you have your baby. Mm-hmm. So she did drugs throughout the entire pregnancy. So the baby um, started to aspirate because it was withdrawing. Mm-hmm. Um, but nobody knew because mom was passed out because she snuck some drugs into her purse and took drugs in the room with her baby and the only 
and I think it was like um, like the housekeeping staff or something or lab or somebody came in and they were like something's wrong with that baby and went and got the nurses so that shit happens everywhere 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 so my story is it's a long one so I'll just give the shortened version because it went over a span of like the entire shift but like um there's some med surge nurses that are just so compassionate so nice and they assume the best out of everybody i'm like you clearly have never like left your little town <laughs> like you are just so sweet and stupid Aww. like you have no clue man we, naive it, you know and so like they'll get we got this one and again it's like in the people assume that like older women can't be shitty people i'm like they're like one of the worst um yeah 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 seriously have you met them? Yeah, they're awful. Women are fucking terrible. They are terrible. They're, yeah. Anyway. Eat your face off, face off Edna. Eat your face <laughs> off Edna, indeed. <laughs> so, long story short, I came in and they were telling me that this person had schizoaffective disorder. And, oh, I, because t- I texted you too. And I was like, can you tell me if these two diagnoses are <laughs> contrary? contradictory mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was schizoaffective and like wasn't it bipolar and bipolar mm-hmm. so can you explain to everybody those oh sure so schizoaffective is like when you have schizophrenia and a mood disorder such as bipolar you can have them together or independently but you have both so if you have schizoaffective disorder you can't have bipolar also yeah it like rules it out yeah so it had that and i saw that and i'm like pretty sure that's no mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. And, and i think it even had schizophrenia on there too and it just had a just a, just grab every mental health diagnosis you can think of and just throw it in there and shake it up <laughs> and so i was just like mm, no i don't mm, no and so they were telling me like oh yeah she's just she's just really mentally ill and it's just really sad this person's been there for like a real like way longer than they had to and i don't even remember what they were there for but that's not the point so i'm like in my experience, and this is not taken away from people who actually have bipolar disorder, like a real case yeah, of bipolar. Yeah, people have bipolar. It's a real thing. Yeah, but most people, especially around here, they get diagnosed with bipolar because they're on fucking meth. Uh, it's yeah, not, it's that not happens. sores. It's spider bites. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because, again, like you are saying, the withdrawal effects of meth is like the downs of bipolar yes and people ignore the fact that they're on meth they're like no no it cannot be they must be a bipolar so let's mm-hmm. give them more meds mm-hmm. and drugs and stuff anyway mm-hmm. so i'm not saying i go in there assuming that they're full of shit but i'm always like keep that in the back of my mind cautiously cynical yeah cautiously mm-hmm. cynical i don't believe everything people tell. i don't even believe all their diagnoses honestly no unless you can no unless you uh, can blatantly see yes they've had a cervical fusion <laughs> right um yeah that is an appendectomy scar right there i see yeah, it yeah i, I know what it. that is but like a lot of subjective stuff i'm like Meh, more cautious I'm, I'm not saying i don't believe them just cautious mm-hmm. so that's how i approached it i'm like well she's been here for a really long time if it she if there's nothing medically wrong then why the fuck is she here fair question that's what i was it's saying. a hospital not a psych unit exactly and that's what i said i'm and like you have a psych unit downstairs yeah let's not talk about that right now so like so that was my thing and why i was really skeptical when i first got that patient because i'm like well and i even asked the nurse because she had had that patient before the week previously for like three days straight and i was like well if there if all the medical issues have basically been resolved resolved not resolved but stable to where they don't have to be here why are they here (laughs) Oh, they, don't, they don't feel ready to leave. And I'm like, it's not what? a fucking hotel, man. That's not. Is it like what? a social, is it a social services issue? Like, you know, I hate to be uh, a bitchy about this, but I can guarantee you that that patient had either Medicaid or Medicare because fucking Blue Cross ain't going to let your ass stay there because you don't feel ready to go home. Yeah. And guess what? You're 100% correct. Of course. Because Lu- they don't have to pay for it. No, they don't have to pay anything for it. By someone like me who was at a hospital. I'm like, dude, uh, I know that I just had a baby five minutes ago, but I need to go. Yeah, Every I night can't, is I can't. costing me more money. Yeah, I know. Yeah, me too. Don't, I don't need an IV. <laughs> don't. Yeah, I can drink water. We're done. See? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Anyway, so I go and I talk to this patient, and immediately I get, like, that feeling. The spidey sense, the which spidey is actual sense. spiders, not, you know, picking at your face. Yeah, and so I was, and, like, 
I'm not going to get into it because I could talk about it forever. But basically, like I just got that very familiar feeling that I've had a lot with patients such as this. Mm-hmm, okay? mm-hmm. I've had a lot of experience. But I'm, I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm talking to them. And I was like, well, you know, like all your stuff is looking really great. Maybe when we see the doctor today, we can talk about options about going home. Because there's really no reason for you to stay here. Definitely not. Because um, you're looking, you look you look great you're doing wonderful and then she was just like oh no i don't i can't go home and i was like well why not oh i just don't feel ready i'm like okay well and so like go starting to dive into this and a lot of like different things and then she right. says you're like use your words why don't you what is happening yeah. that makes you feel not ready so and mind you like i'm just gonna in one statement just go over a period of few hours of having a conversation with this person but she wanted um she just didn't want to go home because she was scared she didn't she wouldn't say of what she was just scared i said nobody's gonna hurt her she said no there's nobody out to hurt her she's just scared and i was like okay and she's like well sometimes you know voices talk to me and i'm like okay well voices talk to me too bro you know what they're telling me right now you're full full shit shit. yeah (laughs) um i was like okay and i didn't i didn't go feed into it i didn't feed into it and then that upset at her she's like did you hear what i said i'm like i heard you she's i don't like, give a shit and she said don't you want to know more i'm like no, no. i'm not playing this is really what happened and then and then she's and then she kept like not using her call like crying for me and i came crying into, for yeah, you like nurse oh nurse. my god i hate it's that. like meow meow uh-huh. yeah it's, uh-huh. it's horrible so i go in there and i'm like that's not appropriate if you need me use you need to use your call light Mm-hmm. You know, and then like, and then she starts crying. And I'm like, I make people cry a lot, apparently. And like, <laughs> rude. I know. And I'm like, you need to use your call light. You need to be more like the NICU mm-hmm. nurses and be nice, okay? I know. Well, and then, and, and then as time goes on, and I'm trying to like talk to her, and then I'm not feeding into all this stuff. Like, she'll try mm-hmm. to leave little breadcrumbs of like, oh, I hear things. I, I see things. I'm like, okay good for you and then and then she and i don't feed into it and i leave and then she calls for me constantly and i said i can't come in here all the time i need to see other patients Mm -hmm. she's like well the other nurses would sit in here with me all day what and i was like well they shouldn't have done that because they taught you that's acceptable and it's not acceptable you have to learn you have to learn to self-soothe and you need to learn to cope with your own problems what yeah what and she flipping lost her shit (laughs) like she starts crying and yelling and she's like, well, maybe, maybe you, maybe I should just kill myself. And I was like, okay, is that something that you want to do? Right. Tell and then, me, and then she just like, and then she was just like shocked that I'm not, not like, oh no, don't do it. Oh, you have so much to live for. I'm like, okay, is that no. something you want to do? Mm-mm. And then, and then she was just like, well, you want me to kill myself. I'm like, that's interesting. Why would you think that? <laughs> like, right. You just flip it back on him. You're like, hmm. Oh. And, okay. and oh my god I thought I made her fucking brain explode <laughs> she had to like she was so upset to be reset she was so upset and she's like all the other nurses are so much nicer to me I'm like all the other nurses don't know how to talk to somebody who needs to learn how to cope on their own accord and inspect instead of expecting other people to do it for them weird that's called enabling yep and I said I'm not going to sit in here all day and explain to you what you need to do. You say that you go to counseling, you say that you go to all your mental health appointments, then you need to use the tools that they have given you. And she kept trying to talk over me, I'm like, and I'm not done talking, so I would appreciate if you would just wait your turn mm-hmm. and let me finish talking. If you can't wait, then I'll leave. Like, seriously, I like ruined that whole late lady's day. Aww. Like, <laughs> I'm sad. But that, but like all those, like, cause all the nurses, before enabled her enabled behavior it. totally like people were telling me like no like the nurse was staying there all day and just sit there what? with her no no why why would you do that because she has a mental health diagnosis oh, and so they're Lord. so they're fragile but that goes back to what we were talking about before man because like all these people who work they get, like these nurses i'm talking about they're great med surge nurses but you get a fucking mental health patient and then they don't know what to do and I just want to point out that that is very much a personality disorder right there you just oh, yeah, described. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's not a like, no, come on. Not bipolar. Come on. No, I come on. Might have some actual legit shit in there, but like uh, the prominent feature is a personality disorder. The thing is people who experience hallucinations, they don't offer that shit up with Not generally. They, no. It's very, unless they're in a manic state, and they will tell you because they're manic and they're, 
Right. But like all casual to get like a reaction, they'll be like, well, mm-hmm. I hear voices. You're like, good for you. Okay, great. I got to go check on my other patients now. Peace out, homie. <laughs> but, you know, and so like I truly believe that, you know, there should be more emphasis on mental health uh like training for nurses instead of just like what you get in school i mean i get it in school like you get like a little bit of everything a little bit of everything but there's a lot of focus on like med search which that's important i think uh yeah that's everything everywhere all the time but meds but mental health is everywhere yeah i think that it would be nice if they but you know fucking hospitals can't even afford to have good staffing ratios for nurses and give nurses time off so like they can do extra training right Right, right. No, I mean, like, in the nursing school, you know, level. Mm. You know, you spend so much time focusing on med surge stuff, which I'm, I I don't want that to change. I think that's important. But, like, the half the time you have mental health patients on the med surge totally floor because you can't put them anywhere else. Well, and even then, like you said, someone comes in with a heart attack, they might still have depression or anxiety or whatever. Yeah. I think I told the story once already when I was working on a med surge floor. There was this guy who was, quote, unquote, having a panic attack. Mm-hmm. And by this time, I was already a seasoned mental health nurse. So he's like, yeah, I can't breathe. And so I go on there and I actually try to do, like, breathing techniques with mm-hmm. him and grounding techniques with him. Mm-hmm. And um, he demanded another nurse. Yeah. Because I didn't give him Ativan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've had that happen to me, too. So I'm like, well, sorry about your bad day. Yep. I had that happen on a med surge floor, too. Right. But then again, it's like, what do you do? Because a, a meds or I shouldn't say because uh, I love med surge nurses also. I do like you guys are great. Many of you are fantastic with behavioral health patients. Some, some of you struggle. Some, some of you suck at it. Let's nah. be real here. Some of them suck yeah. big time. And so what you do is you medicate people and you to enable people to shut them up, which is fine. I've done it. I'm not. <laughs> Listen, I'm not saying I haven't done it because I've done it. It's called a B52 where I come from. <laughs> Right. Well, I mean, also you got to consider if they are going to suck up so much of your time and so energy. So much of your time. And you already have four, five to, patients. four to five other patients. Uh-huh. I mean, it's kind of like, listen, I'm not a mental health nurse. I don't got time to sit here and hold your fucking hand and work through this with you while freaking somebody's trying to die next door. Right. Somebody else is bleeding to death. Like, I don't have time for this. So I get it. I can understand why, no, like, especially... Now we're picking on med surgeon nurses. I'm a med surgeon nurse, so it's fine. <laughs> but like, and why they're just like, whatever, fine. Here, fine. you want some Ativan? Fucking, fucking take I'll, it. Take it all. I don't care. Okay, you want another? I'll give you another. And yeah. another. And another. How many does it, how many is going to take? For you to shut the we'll fuck like, up and leave like me alone. Skittles and I'll just throw them at you. Whatever sticks in your mouth you can have. <laughs> it's fine. But, and, and it's terrible that they have to be that way. But the hospitals put them in these positions too. I agree completely. Again, without training. And it'd be nice to give nurses while they're in nursing school more mental health access but in all seriousness it's just not feasible we already like fire hose so much information into nurses as students Mm -hmm. that i don't know how i don't know how i passed boards like how did i retain all that fucking information Mm -hmm. i didn't right (laughs) i crammed until i took boards and then dump (laughs) i know nothing I, i feel like i know nothing often well, I think that's pretty normal for everybody. It is, but I just can't believe the amount of information we expect these guys to learn in, like, just a couple years. Mm-hmm. You know? So, another funny story. Ooh, I love funny stories. Let's do another. The prisons are a great example. Oh, fucking prisons. Oh, my God. Just a, you know, plug public service announcement um <laughs> public service announcement do not go work in prisons if one you're like a very like super nice person and you believe everybody yeah. and you just think that you know you know they just have really hard times and you know because a lot of them sure that's probably the case they probably fell into a bad situation made some stupid choices boom they're in prison however right i mean there's na- nurture in nature i'm sure they grew up rough on the wrong side of the tracks like most of them do who are in prison that's a statistic not a stereotype is it just yeah it is true um but <laughs> how they how, still make their own choices uh-huh and how and also <laughs> there's a good a good percentage also that they're just awful people just like everywhere mm. else it's not mm-hmm. just in prisons it's everywhere they're just more everywhere. concentrated <laughs> in the prisons <laughs> so like so don't go in there thinking that like everybody everybody in prison is like these poor unfortunate souls that i have like no 
but don't go in there being a fucking asshole. This is what I always tell like new correction nurses. I'm like, don't go in there acting like a hard ass. Oh, don't don't do that. Don't do that. Mm. I'd see that in med search too a lot when the, we would have like inmate um, patients or even like just asshole patients mm-hmm. and they coming in hot like with all kinds of authority. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. calm. That's going to backfire right in your face. Big time. I'm like, you don't do Especially that. Especially if it's a chauvinistic dude and you're a woman. Or just or just a shitty woman. They're just as bad that's, as the men. Let's that's true. Here. All right. Well, you're right. You're I've, right. Yeah, they're terrible. Either way, yeah, don't come in hot because you will not Man. get, you will not earn respect like that no. at all. No, no, no. But don't be overly nice because then they're like, <laughs> Right? Again, sharks in the fucking water. They will seek out those weak links uh-huh. and exploit the shit out of you. Yeah. So anyway, like, but for some reason, my face, I guess I don't look, <laughs> I guess I don't look very. I guess you look enabling. Enabling. En- 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 sure. Whatever. Sure. I look, I look gullible. I guess. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. So that, that <laughs> I, I remember when I first started there, because bef- the, the, let's see. Yeah, the first... No, whatever that particular job. <laughs> I have had worked at other like detention facilities mm-hmm. before, so I've had experience. And then I also worked at mental health, but also had some criminals. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Weird. So like I had experience with that, but I don't look like it. I guess <laughs> because like man, they I remember they one told me, like oh yeah, well in this place like you don't crush the meds, and I was like oh is that so? And like this is like my first week at this facility they're mm-hmm. like yeah they're no, you don't crush the meds here they they just let us take it and i was like oh is that so and they're like i was like that's interesting because the person right in front of you had their meds crushed and they're like no that's because you're screwing up you're not supposed to be doing that are you fucking kidding me and i was just like oh yeah you're like crack 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 crack. that's coach. what i did i was like oh yeah and i take the i take the pouch and i'm like coon, 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 coon. here you go and then i was just like give me and we have to put it in water Mm-hmm. They can't even mm-hmm. take it dry. They got to put, and they're like, well, all the other, and then, then she got mad and she's like, well, all the other nurses, I love this oh, line. Yeah. I've all had the that other, so many times. All the other nurses, let me just take it like without water. And I'm like, oh yeah. And I take the water and I dump it in there. And I'm like, do I look like the other nurses? Right. Like, and I was like, and do I look like an idiot? It's like, just cause I'm new does not mean I don't know what I'm talking about. Never gave me a problem after that. Weird. It's so weird. Weird. Mm-hmm. Fucking people. I know. I love it when they try to. I that though. Well, so and so let me do. I'm like, I don't give a shit what so and so let you do. Mm-hmm. Criminal. Yeah. Don't care. Yeah. Yeah. That's. <laughs> don't care. Oh, I have that all the time. The other nurse let me. The other nurse did this. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, who was the other nurse? Well, I don't know their name. I'm like, there's uh-huh. literally like three nurses here. Yeah, right, right. You don't know. You fuck three, off. Three of them. You don't so know. So that <laughs> happened a lot when uh, at a, one of the behavioral health places I worked. Because at night, right, especially in behavioral health, unless shit goes bad, mm-hmm. nighttime is smooth as silk. And you don't do a fucking thing yeah. all night long. Unless you get like an admit or something. Right, right. But other than that. So you come in in the morning, and they're like, oh, well, so-and-so would just walk up and down the hall with me, or they'd do this with me, or they'd let me blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that's because they had fucking time, bro. Mm-hmm. I ain't got time for that. Ain't I nobody got, got time for that. I got three admits coming in hot. <laughs> I got four discharges going out cold. Uh, I don't got time. <laughs> right? Yeah. Don't got time. So, yeah. Anyway. Then I thought it was funny, but going back to your very first story about the Adderall, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like, why in the fuck do you need Adderall in a hospital? <laughs> so I had a meth patient that was coming off meth. And by the way, and I know we said this before, but in case this is the first time you're listening, people coming off meth are fucking the meanest people I've oh, ever met in my life. Terrible. They are the nastiest, almost awful. Mm-hmm. This woman that was coming off meth. Oh, wait, no, this was a different meth addict. A different meth addict when she was coming <laughs> off meth said to the said to one of the other nurses that was a really young nurse to never have kids because they're nothing but a fucking burden and i'm like thinking why because they're interrupting your drug habit <laughs> like, or are you saying you were the burden to your mom no she was talking about her kids oh, well fuck yeah 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 maybe you should keep your legs closed yeah how about that maybe mm. practice safe sex I'll- use a fucking condom oh my god like <laughs> there's so many options out there to not get pregnant but then they can't get money off of all these kids. Oh, that's true. That's true. I mean, come on. Mm. Or or attention. 
or attention. Or unconditional love, at least for like the first couple of years until you treat them like shit enough that it backfires. Oh my God. I don't even want to talk about that anymore. But anyway, so this one, <laughs> this one, however, the night shift was like, oh yeah, she's like super, super chill, really nice, uh-huh. kind of weird. And I'm like, weird. Okay. I'm, I'm like, that's nothing <laughs> out of the ordinary. <laughs> so, but then like, I noticed like that patient slept all morning mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh no, oh no, she's sleeping all the time. And then when I would come in there, like, she was pissed when I would come into the room. Did you come in and wake her up? Yep. And I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, fuck. I bet she's coming off. So I'm like, did the talk screen come through yet? Yep. And then they didn't run one. So what was she there for? It was a readmit from, like, long story short, patient was there, like, a few days previously for some benign abdominal pain, got discharged, came back a few days later. I see. So they didn't... Which they should have still done a drug screen, but they did not. Yeah. Yeah, you should have. But whatever. Anyway, and so, like, again, back to the naive thing. I'm like, don't you find it interesting that uh, just very nonspecific generalized abdominal pain, that nothing fixes it? Yeah. Yeah, I do find that very interesting. Yeah, but we're not going to drug screen them. Because, mm, nah. Nah. Because, why, why would we do that? Well, because then everybody will just... You know they'll get their feelings hurt because we're because we're accusing them of being drug addicts or or a med seeker. Yeah, and people get really offended by that. I'm like, then let them get offended by it. It's right? just a drug screen. If you're not a drug seeker, you probably won't get offended by it. <laughs> Weird. I'm just saying. Yeah. If I mean, I get drug tested if I go to the hospital as a patient. Where, dude? I get drug tested when I get a new job. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So fuck that. Yeah. Seriously. But anyway. So I'm like, shit. And so, yeah, she was coming off mess. She was being a complete asshole. And her heart rate would get super low, so the alarm would go off. Oh, fuck. And so she would just scream at me. And I'm like, do mm-hmm. not. And I was like, do not even think for a second you can talk to me like that. She's like, well, turn this fucking thing off. And I'm like, I can't turn it off. Yeah, you can. I'm like, well, yeah, you're right. I could turn it off, but I'm not going to because if your heart rate gets too low, because then I'll have to coach you because, unfortunately, I'm always on the fucking code team. And so, and then she's just, like, screaming at me. You're so, well, why don't you give me my medication? I'm like, I have been giving you your medication. You just are asleep half the time. I didn't say that part, but I did say, like, I have been giving you your medication. She's like, not all of them. I'm like, Okay. And she's like, I need my Adderall. I'm like, mm. oh, the fuck you do. And I said, stop it. And I was like, what do you need your Adderall for? You're in the hospital. You got a lot of work to do. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the only thing that keeps my heart rate up, is what she said. Are you? What? <laughs> I'm like, and then I was like, hmm, I've never heard of Adderall used for that. If you have a heart condition, maybe you should try something other than fucking Adderall. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Then she's like, Adderall she, for bradycardia. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. So I then, mean, it would work. <laughs> I was like, I was like, sweet baby Jesus, please let her leave AMA. What people don't know, um, AMA means against medical advice. Yeah, that's my favorite. I'm oh. Like, you only please, please. Yeah, and please. I was, just, I was like, well, I'm not going to give you Adderall. I will call. The, I will get the doctor here right now to discharge your ass if you want to go. Yeah. Um, I, well, when I said I'm not giving you Adderall, then I went and got the house supervisor because they wanted to talk to whoever oh, was in charge. Jesus. And the Christ. house supervisor. I hate that. I know. I was like. This is not fucking J.C. Penny, dude. Like, you don't get a Karen out and talk to the manager. Yeah, and then guess what? House supervisor is like, what? Why in the hell do you need Adderall? Weird. Like, we have it locked up. We ain't giving it to you. We'll give it to you mm-hmm. when you're discharged. Yeah. Bye, Felicia. And then yeah, then they wanted to leave. Yay. But thank goodness, like the house soup wasn't backed you up. Yeah, they told. Yeah, totally backed me up. They're not a bunch of dummies. So thank God for that. <laughs> They're not gullible. <laughs> They're n- well. They hopefully they've been around. They, they have. They have. They've been, like, working. Jeez. But I was just like, <laughs> so Adderall's the only thing? And then the best part is, is that person was, like, lived in a hotel. Mm-hmm. A hotel. It's more like a, they told me which one. It's uh-huh. not a hotel. It is a, a roach motel. Yeah. And they live there. And I'm like, oh, that's yeah. not good. I know, I know who lives there. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of my patients from my previous job (laughs) Um, ditto yeah and so and um and then they're like i have to go home because i have to go to work so i can pay my rent because it has to be done dude it has to be in tonight or i get kicked out and i'm like there's so much that doesn't make sense in that statement like um uh are, are you working on the street corner 
Because yeah. most people, you're not going to go to work for a couple seven hours. hours and get paid that night. <laughs> That's it's not how most jobs work. But yeah. again, street corner or stripper. But if she's on meth, she's probably not a stripper. No, or she's probably cooking. <laughs> or mm, selling her Adderall. Selling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I get my Adderall? I got to go sell that shit, man. Sure. Hospital's like... a great place to sell it. My God. But yeah, I was so pleased that she wanted to leave AMA. I'm like, goodbye. One of my, one of my favorite crackheads, meth head that would come in and out of a behavioral health place that I worked like all the goddamn time. Go out, be clean for a little while, then go on a meth bender, and then come back all crazy as shit. Mm-hmm. And would do this cycle a couple times a year, honestly. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm not even joking. For a number of years, she did this. And so, you know, we, we got to know her very well. And just like you said, one of the meanest, nastiest people when she was coming off that shit. And I am, I'm Nurse Ratchet. I'm not going to lie, but Nurse Ratchet was the shit. Yeah, she and totally was. I would have been meaner than Nurse Ratchet. Nurse so Ratchet just had really good hospital. boundaries. Yeah, she did. Anyway. And so do I. And then sometimes I cross those boundaries and I'm kind of bitchy. <laughs> so this, the, one of the last times I worked with this patient, she came up to the nurse's station and she's like, she had been there for a couple days, but just like slept the whole fucking time, right? Slept and ate. And so I'm sitting there by the, right by the door or right by the counter. And she's like, who's my nurse tonight? I'm like, I'm your nurse. And she goes, ugh. And she rolls her eyes so hard that they, I swear they were going to get stuck in her head. I see her spine. Uh, yeah. And I look in and give her direct eye contact. I'm like, the feeling's mutual. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, yeah. I, I got, she wrote me up for that. She put in agreements. I'm like, what? You did it first. So it's okay for you to be all bitchy to me, but I can't do it back. Fuck you. Oh, yeah. I didn't get in trouble for it because my boss was like, come on. Come on, Juggerdock. You know better than that. It's like, do, do I? I? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I just don't get caught that often. Um, I, Hello. oddly enough, um, don't allow other humans to not give me decent human respect. Weird. Weird. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. It's called those boundaries and limits again. I, uh, yeah. But yeah, it was hilarious. And then she demanded a new nurse that night. I'm like, it's just me and dude over here. That's your only options. And she was like, ah, again, it was <laughs> so goddamn funny. Oh, I know. I'm just like, yeah, I I've, feel you. I feel I've been pain. fired. I've been fired from. Oh, and, the but the best time. part is, is that they'll fire me and then like, and then expect me to come back. And I'm like, I thought I was fired. And they're like, and then it was, it was ridiculous. Like, so yeah, they, I went in there and I was just like, basically, um, I can't even remember what the fuck was going on, but basically they didn't like how I didn't let them be an asshole. I'm like, Mm, you know, weird. She was just like really mean and yelling. I was like, don't yell at me. That's not appropriate. And it's not appreciated. I deserve some decent human respect. And then she's like, well, f- okay, well, fine, or whatever, something like that. Didn't really say anything. Mm-hmm. And left another person went in there because she co- hit her call light like every, I'm not exaggerating, every five to ten minutes. I'm not kidding. Okay. I'm not, I believe you. I've, I've met those yeah, patients. Yes. I just I'm really reiterating that for everybody who's listening. It actually <laughs> does happen. Yes, and, it does. And so somebody else went in there and they said, "My I want her fired. I don't want her being my nurse. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, Okay. So I'm like, good. I don't have to answer the call light then. <laughs> no, no, fuck you. Move it on. And then, and then, so like, I didn't answer the call light. And then finally, like, I think the aide went in there, and then she came back out, and she's like, oh, she wants to talk to you. And so what? I go in there, and I was like, what do you need? And she's just like, well, why didn't you come in when I called you? I'm like, you fired me. And she's like, no, I didn't. What? And I was like, yeah, oh, you did. Oh, I hate I? those ones. And then I was like, I can go get the guy that came out and told me that you fired me. And she's like. No, he misunderstood me. And I'm like, no, mm-hmm. I'll go get him so we can figure it let's, out. Let's clear this miscommunication up, okay, yeah. between the three of us. Yeah. If it's... <laughs> she she, she stopped hitting her call light every 10 minutes. Good. It is weird that... And again, you don't have to be bitchy when you set limits and boundaries. I no. mean, we're talking about... We're, we're, we're b- doing some stories yeah. that, that are the most poignant of setting limits and boundaries. But yeah. limits and boundaries can be... Just like, you know what? You don't need to do that. That's it. Yeah. That's setting a limit and a boundary. Yeah. You know, you can use, you can just ask me for something. You don't have to yell at me. You don't have to call me names. You don't have to yell down the hall. You can use your call light and I'll be here as soon as I can. Mm-hmm. You know, so. However, that's like, that's time. Oh, is it time it's already? It's time already, yeah. Time flies when you're having a good time. <laughs> I know, I should have brought my wine. 
Oh, that's okay. Let's go to mm. my house and have some wine. Oh, done. Yeah, Let's we're do gonna, it. we're going to a concert tonight. Yeah, we are. Like a, a fancy concert. Fancy. Too. That's a gonna fancy. dress up. Yeah. Gonna do my some makeup. Wake up. Do my and we're taking and we're taking the children. Ugh. I don't know why. Are you serious? I know. I'm just kidding. I'm God. Just kidding. <laughs> First of all, oh, we got we got the tickets for you. Uh-huh. Video, so, uh, uh, yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> I'm just I'm just the tag along. I'm like the fifth wheel, so it's fine. I'll just follow fifth, you guys. Fifth wheels are, are very sturdy, though. So like, <laughs> thank you. I so, am very sturdy. No, not you, sturdy. <laughs> our our posse is sturdy. Our posse. <laughs> We're not gonna tip over in the fucking wind that's like 60 miles an hour out there. Almost blew me off the goddamn road this morning. Oh, I bet. Yeah, I was driving. I was getting close to going 80, and then I hit this because the snow had been blown over the road. Ooh. And so then the wind was still blowing, and I'm just, like, start sliding to the edge of the road. I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> I've totally had that happen, too. Yeah. Because my car is basically made out of complete plastic. Uh-huh. Ditto. And yeah. mine's small. Yeah. And so then I slowed down to, like, 65, and I was, like, three minutes late for my first appointment this morning. Well, well they can get over yeah, it. That's what I said, too. And um, I did stop for coffee. <laughs> but that was before I got on the You're road. You're one of those people that show up and like, sorry, um, I'm late while they sip their fucking right? Starbucks. Starbucks was so crowded this morning. <laughs> Traffic was terrible. <laughs> In my defense, I get coffee before I find out what the roads are like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, hope everybody enjoyed the episode. If you if you like the episode, please be sure to like, subscribe, subscribe. share. Yep. On Facebook, uh, Instagram. Yep. Um, tell your friends. Yes. What's our thing on Instagram? At healthcare villains. Oh. <laughs> We've only been uh, doing this. This is episode 14. So. Um, I'm sorry. Okay. I forget. <laughs> anyway, but also we would I love to. I need some hear- Adderall or some meth. Okay. Oh <laughs> Adderall is the only thing that keeps my heart pumping. Yeah, for real. It's only at like 52 right now because I haven't had any Adderall today. <laughs> anyway. Uh, um, yeah. So, so please email us at um, healthcarevillains at gmail.com. Yes, please. Um, Tell us how we're doing, what we can do better. If you have any cool ideas, for we, real, we would love to hear people's feedback or your own stories. Maybe you were unfortunately a patient somewhere and you oh, want to tell us so, like how fucking stupid the nurse was, or how terrible the nurse was, or, or how, how awesome, awesome the nurse was. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, it's all good. Or the doctor, or the rad tech, or yeah, the CNA, I do. or environmental services. Whatever. Yeah, I do want to talk about cool ass docs one okay. day. That'll be a good episode. Maybe next episode. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, and have a great week. All right. Bye. Bye.